first time for this guy here in the Freak Nation. His name is Alex Sedgwick. And he had a chance to jump into a Arca Menards West Series car running on those general tires last weekend at Phoenix Raceway. He joins us now here in the Freak Nation. And it, this is a bonker story how you got into this car. You're, you're, you came over from across the pond, and now, you're, now you ran in the desert. How did you work your way into running not just with the Arca Menards West Series, but with a big-timer like Bill McAnally Racing? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been uh, first of all, obviously, hi guys. It's it's great to uh, obviously be on your on your show, but uh, it's a uh, it's been a long time coming. You know, I've been a, a NASCAR fan even coming from the UK since I was a kid. Um, you know, it's it's what I'd watch over F one, over touring cars, over over everything else. So uh, it's always been. No, no, no. Uh, let me stop, goal, Alex. But... Alex, let me stop you right there. Do you understand the what you just said? You don't hear no, uh, no. Brits coming over here talking about they followed NASCAR before they were yeah. following F- Formula One. Wh- who dropped Absolutely, you? Who dropped you yeah. on your head as a baby? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> whether I like, uh, I'm actually American and I just got delivered to the wrong place or, or whatever it was. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's um, obviously it's much harder to watch NASCAR back at home, but. Uh, I mean, when I was a kid, the only thing we could watch live was the Xfinity series. We didn't have cut. We didn't have anything like that when I was sort of 10 years old or so. But, uh, yeah, luckily it's, it's much easier to follow along now. And, you know, from, from then, you know, when I, when I moved into cars and started racing, that was always the goal. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever happens, my big bucket list item was to, to race in America and race in NASCAR. So, uh, Luckily, I got the, the opportunity to race in the NASCAR Euro Series for 2018 and 2019, and that was really the the start to to get me to uh, to where I am now with uh, with Bill and racing in in the Arca West Series. Obviously, this past weekend was my uh, my first race in America. And so, with the, your experience in the NASCAR Euro Series, that automatically qualifies you for now 2021 racing the road courses in the Xfinity Series. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. So that's our, our plan, really, to, uh, you know, run as much Xfinity as possible, the road courses. Um, with running Phoenix as well, hopefully we'll be able to do some ovals. So obviously Phoenix, Bristol, Martinsville, if they go back there, the, the sort of below one mile stuff. And then we really want to fill the rest of the season with as much ARCA racing as we can, um, you know, across the main series, west, east. Obviously ovals are still really, really new to me. So that's something that, the more time I can get on them, the more I can do it. Um, in theory, the the better it's going to be for me in the in the long term. So, uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the plan. We're talking with British driver Alex Sedgwick. Made his American NASCAR debut last weekend at Phoenix. Alex, you've got the first one out of the way. How is that going to help you with off-season testing, getting ready for what's to come next year? Yeah, so uh, obviously it was a it was a huge learning experience. Uh, the only oval I've run before was you know less than half a mile long. Um, so so to go on a you know Phoenix is obviously still a relatively short track as a mile, but it's fast. It's very unique with the you know the big apron, the, the crazy restart, um, and the PJ one as well. Obviously running different lines, you know on. My, road, my background is road courses, and with road courses, there is one line, and you never change off that line. So, you know, to be moving around the track, figuring that out, figuring out even just the air and following cars, it's, uh, you know, it's 
there's so much more that goes into it that you know a, a casual viewer or a casual fan would never even think about. So uh, all those little bits, all the little details that make a huge difference. That you know now I've got a, a, a great big notebook full of of everything I've learned um, to hopefully go forward into next year. Obviously the the things we were um, just saying about with Xfinity and Arca. Obviously, working with a top team like Bill McAnally Racing as well was a huge help to learn from. Obviously, we intend to, you know, run with Bill and run with top teams all the time next year as well. You know, surrounding myself with uh, with good people and good experience in in Xfinity and in ARCA, um, you know, it it will only help me develop quicker. So uh, that's the that's the plan. Off season wise, you know, it's. I think I need some sleep going through a, a million different time zones in the last week or so. Um, going back home, it's, I think it's an eight-hour difference. Um, so definitely some rest, but uh, figuring out uh, figuring out everything and uh, putting uh, putting some deals together to run the ARCA test at Daytona and then run the ARCA race at Daytona in February with uh, you know to be to be confirmed team-wise, but we'll have Belfour Property back, Wiley X, and uh, Beyond Energy. Um, on the car, definitely. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the plan. Alex Sedgwick, it's huge that you could bring money into the deal. But let's talk about this notebook you just mentioned. How did you fill that up with information? Was it somebody you talked to last weekend in Phoenix, somebody at Bill McAnally Racing, or something you just uh, obtained on your own and wanted to make note of it? Yeah, I mean it's it's a mixture of all of the above, pretty much. So I had um, I had TJ Majors as my spotter. Um, TJ was such a big help. We uh, we ran a lot on on iRacing before I came out here um, with him. Just I mean, literally, we were just doing laps, kind of crawling around the track, just listening to what he had to say. So line wise, um, you know, restarts, how to run a long run, how to run a short run. Um, things to look out for, the danger spots, the restarts, everything like that is, um, you know, it, TJ was a, was a, was a huge help to, you know, give me all the info to not have to learn it myself effectively so that I already had something to expect when I got to Phoenix. Um, and then even in the race as well, you know, I've, I've had him in my ear, um, and especially, you know, having that knowledge, having that experience where he can sit and watch the other cars around me and obviously watch what I'm doing and, and give me instant feedback to uh, to adjust and, to, uh, you know, hopefully move forward. I think that was, you know, invaluable, really, for my first run and uh, definitely saved a lot of practice time and a lot of sort of trial and error time that I'd have had to have uh, otherwise to get to the point we were at the end of the race. So, uh, you know, TJ was a huge help. Um, Obviously, he's, he's one of the best spotters in the Cup Series for a reason. Um, and then as well, you know, working with, with Kevin and Bill and all the guys at, at Bill McNally Racing, um, they did a great job too on the, on the car side. You know, we had a brand new chassis, brand new car um, for this race. And, uh, you know, so working through setup and, and making the changes we needed to get me comfortable in the car, first of all, and obviously build speed into it and, and have a good balance for the race. Um you know, even still to the the mid race break, um, we were making changes, kept improving, and that last sec- the the second half of the race, sorry, I think really showed where where we were at by the end of it. You know, it was a huge step forward from the start of the day, and it's it's a credit to all of those guys that they were able to obviously 
helped me get up to speed as, as quick as we did. British driver Alex Sedwich joining us here in the Freak Nation. I want to go back to TJ Majors. And I know you said he's the best spotter in the cup garage. And I want to even take it further because we just talked to Scott McLaughlin, V8 Supercars champion turned IndyCar driver. We just talked to him last weekend and he was praising TJ Majors for helping him in his IndyCar test around the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And now you're talking about how great he was in your ear during the ARCA race. How does TJ Majors relate to you guys so well, people from the outside looking in and then becoming successful on track because of him? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, obviously, TJ is a great spotter, but not only is he a great spotter, he's a great driver coach. So, uh, you know, to be able to, to be able to not just tell what's going on, but relay it concisely, clearly. Obviously, when you're on track, you don't have a lot of time to, you know, listen or to sit and chat on a straight. You've got, you know, five, ten seconds before you're at the next corner. So, uh, you know, I think that's the the biggest talent or the biggest, you know, advantage of someone like TJ is the ability to relay all the necessary information without anything else. So just getting across what needs to be known as clearly and concisely as possible. And then, you know, in a way that I, I don't have to sit and think about it. I can instantly go, right, cool, I need to do this next time around. Um, so I think that's the biggest help. Just, you know, his obviously he's been, been around for a long time in, in the Cup Series and in NASCAR. Um, and from, I think, racing himself as well when he was younger, you know, he knows what it's like to be in the seat. He knows what it feels like to be driving the car as well. So he can take his spotting experience and relay it with his racing experience to you know, really put it in a cr- across in a way that's, that's easy to understand. Alex Sedgwick made his debut in the ARCA Series West car, uh, flying on those general tires, Freak Nation, for Bill McAnally Racing. You run these little freaking pillbox cars, these Renault Clios <laughs> that look like they're the size of my desk chair, and then you come over <laughs> and run these big box stock cars. Come on, man that's that's a different type of racing it's it, it, they're just about the size of a go-kart but with a freaking body <laughs> yeah for sure i mean i uh you know i always say and back home i i coach drivers and i i look after some other guys but uh you know any any seat time is good time no matter what what car it's in it keeps you fresh it keeps you racing you know whether it's uh at 50 miles an hour or 200 miles an hour there the pressure of someone catching you or being side by side with someone is, is, is the same. So, you know, anytime you can put yourself in that situation where you're racing someone, it, uh, it all helps just to keep your mind fresh and keep kind of, you know, the memory fresh of what it feels like to be in a battle or what it feels like to deal with pressure. So yeah, it's, uh, obviously a, a little Renault Clio is, is a very, very different beast to a stock car to direct yep. the race. But uh, the the competitive side, obviously, no matter what you get in, you want to win. You want to do the best you can. And, you know, you still get that feeling of, of racing and uh, of trying to do the best you can. Who would you rather get blasted with about five or six pints, Jimmy Johnson or Lewis Hamilton? Oh, Jimmy Johnson. Wow. You are yeah. a full-fledged stock car snorkeler, aren't you? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jimmy's been my kind of childhood hero, if you like. So, you know, to to be there at the weekend of obviously not only my first race, but his final full time race is is an amazing. You know, just just that alone is an amazing experience to you know have those two things tie in. Um, to be able to come back on the Sunday and watch him run his last race as well, 
Um, obviously, shame he didn't get the win, but it's good to see him go out with a top five. And uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of things all uh, you know coming together at, at similar times. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a great experience this whole weekend, not just to be able to to go racing myself, but just to really immerse myself in in NASCAR. Um, you know, in the in the garage on Sunday up in the up in the suite, uh, I was able to talk to Steve Phelps and Mike Helton. Um, Steve Phelps was actually a, a huge, huge help along with Jordan Gelotti in, uh, at NASCAR to uh, actually get me here in the first place with a travel ban in place. So, uh, oh. you know, there's there's been a lot of influences, a lot of people behind the scenes as well that, uh, you know, have, have helped me along the way to, uh, to make this happen or inspired me to, uh, you know, want to get involved with NASCAR. So as of now, COVID be damned, as of now, the plan is you testing at Daytona sometime after the year turns. Yes, that's right. Sweet. So uh, we're, we're going to do the ARC test at Daytona um, January time. And then the uh, the plan for my next race is the ARCA race at Daytona uh, at the start of February. Man U, Arsenal, Liverpool, Aston Villa, who are you? <laughs> so strangely, when I was a kid, I supported Liverpool. Um so Liverpool is always my team. My family support Liverpool. My mum's a huge football fan. But uh, yeah, with racing, you know, I got I got so busy that I I don't really watch football anymore, which is weird for a, for an English guy. I think um, everybody in England, other than me, seems to watch football. But uh, but yeah, so uh, you know, it's a cool sport. Obviously, it's different to uh, different to uh, everything over here. But I mean, even with you know NFL, NHL, NBA. I think they're awesome. You know, I, I have no idea how they work. NFL seems like the most confusing thing in the world to me. But, uh, yeah, American sports in general seem, seem pretty cool. Hey, hey did you have a, a good, fatty American meal while you were here in Phoenix? Of course I did. You know, the you can't go to America and not have the American food, of course. I, I love it here. It's, uh, it's great. And, and when the hell did you, Brit, start putting an R at the end of America. Hey, they always do that. It's cool. <laughs> I know. America. America. I like it. America. America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex. Thanks for doing this, buddy. We'll talk to you again. Cool. Sounds good. Thank you, guys.